When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today to talk with Mr. Dakota Poorman. He is out of the Pacific Northwest, out in Washington State. Absolutely incredible guy. Um, he was brought to my attention not too long ago, and this is this is country rock and roll like I've never seen in my entire life. Um, he He's up there with the likes of Brantley and, um, you know, guys like that, Hardy, I, I would say, um, Morgan Wallen to an extent, you know, that, that country music rock and roll is coming like a freight train. And I don't think we even really realize it yet, but once it is here, full fledged Dakota Poorman is going to be conducting that train. Let me tell you, because this kid, is has got it all. He's he's got great tunes out. He's got a great voice, great personality. He knows how to play this fucking game, and it's awesome. I love it. Um, Dakota and I, I honestly, I could have talked to him for days and days and days and days about what he's doing and and all that. But I I, I just you know at a certain point I was like, all right, we gotta we <laughs> we gotta we gotta we gotta go on with our days here. But I could have I could have literally asked him so much more and gotten so much more in depth about what he's doing because I think what he's doing and where he's going and um, what's on the horizon for him is just unbelievable. And and you know what? I'm psyched I can say that I had him on now because in a year, two years from now, you're not going to be able to touch this dude. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. He's going to be too big. And, um, you know, it's an honor and a privilege to have him on this show now. So... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, check us out on all of our socials, Facebook, Insta, um, TikTok, you know, the, the whole fucking nine yards. Um, big thank you to everybody for for checking us out. For all the Dakota Porman fans out there that are checking us out for the first time, welcome. Um, you are now part of the Boots and Whiskey podcast family, and um, we, are, we are honored and proud and thankful that you're here. So thank you for being here. Um, so I'm not going to... Get, you know, I'm going to let Dakota tell a story now. So without further ado, Mr. Dakota Poorman. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place. OffTheRailsWorcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. 
Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. <laughs> and so I, I still have those records till this day. And it's just, that was what I was going for. And like my voice is like, I really love Brian Johnson. I love Bon Scott. And I just like songs that are powerful and have meaning. And when I was down there with my producer, we were talking about it. He's like, dude, you're ACDC country. That's what you are. You're redneck rock. And I was like, fucking A, we're redneck rock. And so we came up with a whole bunch of new songs. And some of them are true, truly inspired. Um, I mean, obviously they're truly inspired. I, I wrote the songs, <laughs> but just the, like what I've lived and what I've gone through, we've definitely put them into these songs. So the new song that we got coming out this Friday, I don't know if you know about it, Jim, but it's called haters going to hate. And it's coming out everywhere that you guys get your music. And it's definitely about what I've endured. Like people telling me that I'm too loud. I'm too rowdy. I'm I'm not soft enough. I've I've got to tone it back. I got to be the more boy scout. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not doing yeah. that. I'm 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 who I am and people like me for being honest and truthful and I'm not fake. I'm the same person that I am on stage as I am off stage. I'll shake your hand. I'll take photos with you. I'll hang out with you as long as you're not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's the way you got to be. You know, you have to be you. At the yeah. end of the day, you know, because that's, uh, and you know what, really, that's what's making money right now. You know, it's authenticity, man, because if you, it, people can see through, I mean, over the last couple of years, people can see through fake stuff. They can yeah. see when you're lying to them. They can see when you're dishonest. And it's, yep. it's just like, as soon as I stop being real to myself, I stop being real to my fans. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I, and I'm not one of those guys that think, if you can come to me and be like, Hey, you need to change this, change that. Be like, what is that going to benefit for me? What is that going to do for me when you're telling me I need to be different when I've gotten here being how I am? Right. 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 And if you change now, like you said, you know, people are going to see the bullshit and then you're going to lose, you're going to lose people. Yep. You know? Yeah. You, you all may also gain people, but like, are you gaining the people that you want to be gaining? Exactly. Are you gaining the people that, are going to market your brand accordingly? Are you going to, like, are you just doing this just despite your nose and your face? You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's such a, it's such a fucking rat race. You know, it really is. You know, it's, they want to trim it up and shape it so that it, you know, they know it will, you know, quote unquote, they know it'll sell. Yep. And it's like, you, you'll sell if you do it the right way. Yeah, you know, and, really and, and it's funny because like I've been I've been noticing overnight, overnight sensations. I'm not kidding you. I know that it, that like it seems like that, but like a guy named Bailey Zimmerman, yeah, that just came out. It's like where where was he at? Like all of a sudden he just boom, he's on the map. He's he's touring all the shit. I'm like wow, okay. And then you see people like uh, I think it's a uh, Charles Wesley Goodwin. Yeah, yeah. Like he like just came out of nowhere, just overnight. Just I'm like. Man, these guys are just popping up overnight. And I'm like, I'm still sitting here going, how are they doing it? But I'm like, my, my younger self would be like, wait, we're doing music full time? Right. 
we're doing that full time as a living. That's what we're doing. Like my younger self would be like, why are you complaining when you should be grateful? And the thing is, is that I get, I'm, I'm my own worst critic. I think all musicians are, um, but I get into that spot where it's like, man, is my stuff not good enough? Like, is this what's really selling? Is this what's really what I'm competing with that I have to force down people's throats? I have to be that that one guy that has the 808 beat with the snap clap in the back. Like, <laughs> Please don't do that. I know. And it's just like, I don't want to do that. But it's like, man, if this right. is stuff that's out there and it's getting like traction, what am I to do? What am I to say to make my music be acceptable like that because it's like they have 20 30 100,000 streams on their spotify and i'm sitting at like 630 yeah. and i'm like man my music i know for a fact is better than half the shit that's out there right now and it's just it needs to get in front of people yeah yeah so how are you doing that the independent normal, man yeah just yeah. independent promo uh we've We've uh, been doing it all organic in-house. We've got actually uh, a really good team on my side. So when I say independent, um, there is no – I mean, I've, I've backed out of the label that I was on. We had a label for a little bit, and things just kind of – they were just at a standstill. And I'm like, this is not how I want it to go, and this is not how I want my career to end. Yeah. So I backed out of the contract. We've done everything independently so far. Um, we're working with uh, one RPM for distribution and some really good things actually fell in place over the last couple of months. I was, I took a trip to Nashville to visit my producer and we were talking about some new things and uh, Jeff Hansen, who found and managed Creed is really good friends with my producer. They've been friends for years. I mean, he managed Paramore, he managed seven dust, um, and so they've been talking and Malcolm shared my music with him and he's like, Mal, this is the best goddamn rec- country record I've heard in the last 15 years. Damn. And so when I hear things like that, I'm like, okay, I'm doing something right. Right. Yeah. And Malcolm told me, he's like, man, Jeff wants to really talk to you. And I'm like, why does, why does Jeff want to talk to me? Like, I'm a nobody. I'm just this dude, man. Like, and, and I say, I tell that to people like, no, you're not just a dude. You're a musician. And Kid Rock told me that, too, because when I came up to him, I was like, man, I'm just a dude. You probably don't know me. Obviously, you don't know me. I'm just a dude that just uh, I'm, I'm really, like, glad that you're here, and I really look up to you. You're a really good dude, and I respect you. He goes, number one, don't ever come up to somebody and tell them that. Don't tell them that you're, that you're a nobody because you are somebody. You're somebody with a passion and a drive and a dream, and that has stuck with me. Yeah, you know, and it's it's, and it's true. crazy how people of that stature can tell somebody like me, hey, you are somebody. You're out there. You're grinding. You're doing it. You are somebody. Don't tell people that you're a nobody. Right. And I was like, shit. <laughs> okay. So when Jeff called me, he's like, hey, man, I just want to tell you, Malcolm has showed me your stuff. I really dig it. I think you got something. How would you feel about working together? <laughs> And I'm like, well, how, well, how, what's it gonna cost me? Right, right. Well, how much? I'm like, I, I'm like, dude, every everybody has their price. I mean, yeah. I've been in the, I've been around the block long enough to where if somebody really is truly and devoted to you, they will work their ass off with you. Right. And so when he told me that, I'm like, dude, like, how much is it gonna cost me? He goes, I don't think you heard me. 
I want to help you. And I went, well, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd greatly appreciate your help, Jeff. And uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. He goes, well, let's start off with saying, let's get you a showcase in front of some agents. Right. And ever since, I mean, the last couple of months, we've been trying to line up a showcase around CRS um, while we're down there in March. And so things are starting to slowly line up and I've, I've got to give it to my manager, Jason Schrick. He's just a ball of positive energy along with my wife. Um, they like trust the process, just trust the process. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm one of those guys that I have to have it in my hand right now, this yeah. minute. Like, oh, I'm, man. I'm so impatient. Like, even when it comes to fishing and hunting and deer season and elk season, I'm so impatient. <laughs> uh, so, but them talking to me about it, it's like, man, it's a slow fire. It's a marathon. If you, if you burn out, you're going to be a nobody. You're going to just, you're going to fade. You're going to fade off into the sunset. You need to trust the process. And I'm like slowly starting to understand it. But yeah. my, I'm, I've lived my life so fast paced that it's really hard for me to just take a step back, slow down and just let things come to fruition because I'm a big fan. I'm a big like believer in like you manifest your own destiny. And I do know that I get discouraged. I'm like, man, I can't, I can't get down. I can't get down because I can't let my son see that this is beating me. I can't let him see that like this, this is like, there's a lot of heartbreak in, in the music industry and being yes. a songwriter and oh, hell yeah. doing all this stuff. But I want him to know that, Hey, face your fears, keep driving and everything will work out. Yeah, absolutely. You know what and I mean? I'm, I'm 29 years old. I'm still young. You're only 29. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. Um, well, but yeah, it, you know, it's it's the same thing. You know, like I I I love that you tell that story because like I can, you know, I, you know, I'm sitting here smiling, hearing it because it's like I can relate so much. Like obviously, you and I are doing very different things, right? You're on a much bigger scale than I am, but you know, it's this this show. What I'm doing, like, it never was supposed to be. It, it was never intended to be um, what it's become, right? It's it, it never does. You know, but it's, you know, we are in such a trajectory right now to be bigger than I ever really imagined it to be that mm -hmm. it's, you know, it, it blows my mind. Like going back to a little earlier when you said, you know, good as you want to talk to me, like that's how I feel almost with like everybody I talk to. And, yeah. you know, and I've had the same thing said to me. It's like, you're not just a nobody. Like, you know, I've had people from, you know, different, you know, can see things that I can't see that are like, you know, you're actually, you're, you have a wider audience than you think, you know, exactly. and it's like, shit. Well, and, and it's funny that you say that because, um, when I, before I got down to CRS, my first trip to CRS, um, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Dylan Carmichael. Oh yeah. I thought we, um, we actually saw and met him over the summer. Yeah, the nicest, sweetest humbling person i think i've ever met in the industry other than um charles kelly which charles kelly is a great dude as well i mean we, yeah we talked to crs for a little bit he's like hey man how's it going i'm like man i'm i'm kind of overwhelmed he goes i know this shit gets it gets to people sometimes but he goes is this your first crs i'm like yeah man he goes well enjoy it have a great time man it was good to talk to you and he turned around and walked away and i was like man 
That's what the world needs. They need more outgoing people that aren't so shunned. Yeah. And like, like, yeah, the, the fame will get to you. I mean, cool, but you're still another dude, dude. Yeah. You're just another dude. And so when I met Dylan, we ran into each other at CRS. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? He's like, Dakota, what's going on? He fucking knew my name. And we've yeah. only, like, spoke and, like, commented over Instagram and comments on his posts and whatnot. But, like, for him to take the time to come up to me and talk to me, I was like, man, this is the community that I want to be a part of. Yeah. This is the fun, loving, everybody's got each other's back, kind of, like, tight-knit community. And it, it just blew me away that there's still some people out there like that. I've met people that are just straight assholes. Oh, yeah. And Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it gives, it, gives, it gives me life knowing that there's people out there that are just like me yeah no i'm gonna ask you a question right yeah um based on this conversation so i know for me right some of the hardest conversations with people haven't been with the artists themselves it's been with you know the people on their teams or the you know the business side of it have you kind of run into that too where it's like you you get through all the red tape and all the bullshit and then you actually get to meet or talk to the person and you're like why was it such a fucking runaround for a a normal conversation. Yes. Okay. I've, right. I, I've, I just there's... didn't want to be the only one. In that no, I'm serious. Like, um, we, we just had this kind of, we had this, uh, actually not happened too long ago where like true grit agency, the, the booking agency, uh, they have, uh, Whitey Morgan, they have Cody Jinx, all those guys. And, um, a couple of my friends are on the management team with them as well. And I'm like, damn man like if it just takes one person if we could just i mean because i'm i'm not really i mean we're polished but we're not like the nashville sound the bright poppy bright like i'm gonna feed this line of bullshit to my dog and he'll like it right um and so when my manager he's like dude I've, I've got this guy. His name is Andrew Hall. He works for True Grit. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get a meeting with him, but it's just, it's like tooth and nail because like some people know him, some people don't. And it's like trying to beat around the bush to like, Hey man, how, how do you want to like approach this? I'm like, well, let's just see if he'll meet for a meeting. And then we'll talk about you. I'm like, all right. Hey everyone, don't forget to check out our friends over at theafterglowboutique.com. That's theafterglowboutique.com. Or if you're local, they have a great shop at 43 Main Street in Blackstone, Massachusetts. All Boots and Whiskey podcast listeners get 20% off at checkout with the promo code BOOTS. That's B-O-O-T-S at checkout for 20% off at theafterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. So my manager calls me a couple of days later and he's like, I just, I just got a meeting with Andrew in Nashville. We're going to talk about you. We're going to try to get you a showcase at third and Lindsay. I'm like, okay. Sure. Right. And so, um, he's like super ecstatic about it. I'm like, man, I don't want to get, I don't want to get my hopes up because I've, I've been there. Like my wife and I have had like literally, the year from hell other mm-hmm. than uh she i mean we're, we're expecting another baby boy so congratulations man well, thank you sir we're uh, hell yeah it, uh, yeah jameson edward Porman. that's awesome 
So, uh, I mean, like we've been we've been dealt just a blow after blow. Like when we 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 moved into our apartment, the first week we moved in, they cut the fuel line off of my band van. Oh, they siphoned the gas out of it. Couple couple of months go by, uh, like just work related shows not coming in and stuff, and then like two two weeks before we were about to move, like do another month, my catalytic converter got cut off of my band van. Oh my god! And then they they broke into my personal car and stole my stereo out of it, and I'm like, this is just this is too much. Like, and I've filed police reports. I go into the office and I'm telling them like, hey man, in my opinion, three strikes, I'm the fuck out. Right. And so they're like, well, it's gonna cost you forty four hundred dollars to break the lease, and I'm like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, well, damn it, like what do I do? And so like I walk out of the building later that night, I hear that some guy died of an overdose in our apartment from fentanyl. Oh my God. And the apartment people didn't disclose that to us. Oh my God. And so I ran back down the next day. I'm like, so we're breaking the lease and you're going to not, you're not charging us $4,400. And they're like, well, why? I'm like, cause you didn't disclose that Some guy died in there. And they're like, uh, uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll waive the fee. Jesus Christ. And so it's it's been that. And then we found a house we were going to move into in Auburn. Well, the, the old tenant got evicted. Well, they broke back into the house and ransacked the place. So we have to wait now two months to move into this house. And I'm just like, oh, my God. It's one thing after another. Oh, my God. And so, like, <laughs> yeah, so pretty much basically we're staying at my in-laws right now. And until the house gets remodeled and refurbished and stuff. But we're like, man, the baby's due in December. Hopefully we're back. Hopefully we're into this house before the baby comes. And right. Because it's just, it's just stressful, man. It's yeah. Just, and, of course, now we're going into the fall, like, the dead the dead zone of music for my part of the area. And right. So it's like, man, I'm stressing out. I'm stressing out. I'm stressing out. But I can't stress out too much because i got a baby boy on the way he's happy he's healthy and it's all matters I'm, I'm just i got my family i'm i'm good they got covid but they're i'm good right so i'm, That's I'm right. happy that i've got what i've got right and listen as long as you don't test you don't have covid so it's all good so just and the so. thing about it is she, they both tested <laughs> they both came up positive i tested we've been in the same room with each other for the last three days and i'm negative nice that's awesome I'm like she's like how how do you not get sick i'm like i swear my lungs are coated with weed honey my lungs right. are coated with weed right i mean hey whatever works right whatever <laughs> works who gives a shit right oh man that's fucking awesome well it you know it sounds like you've had a hell of a year but you know what things are turning around so that's all that really matters and that's the thing i've got new music coming out we're gonna have uh, the new music come out this Friday. Haters gonna hate, and we got a new another single that's gonna drop before the end of the year. Um, we were gonna we were supposed to have an album come out with all the songs in July, but obviously things don't always go as planned in right. the music business. And yep. so people people just have to be patient, and I have to be patient as well with releasing music and stuff because I want to build. I want this to be an empire, and if I was just to release everything out at once, there wouldn't be no hype. And so if I can release a song every four to six weeks or whatever, six to eight weeks, I think I can build up enough momentum to where I can 
finally released the last, let's say, five songs of the album. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I think what you're doing is incredible. You know, and well, like, thank you, sir. After after hearing your story the last half an hour or so, like, I can't. Uh, it, yeah, it's it, may, it, it makes you kind of sometimes want to give up. But then when you give up, then you're like, you've become defeated and you right. and, it is and, not even and, that. You, and yourself has beat yourself. Yeah. It's not even that, you know, there's, we've, you know, we're, we've had, you know, a hundred plus episodes now where, you know, I've talked to a ton of people and me being me, right. I know when, when I'm having a conversation with somebody authentic or whoever's just, you know, feeding me bullshit, bullshit. answers that they think I want to hear. Yeah, because right. their their publicist has given them a giant sheet to to read off of. Right, right, and you know what? I I've had people that are like, "Hey, can you send me a list of rundown of what we're going to talk about?" I'm like, "No, I can't," because that's not how this fucking show works. This you is know? this is you're you're on my show, and we're going to talk about life. That's what right. we're going to do. That's exactly it. And you know, and I say it, I say it, we do that way because it's like if people hear, I strongly believe that if people hear, you know, Dakota Poorman's story and then go to listen to his music they're going to be like i like this a lot more than if i just would have found him on insta on uh spotify or whatever without knowing anything about him without any back context exactly right and like i i grew up in a household where my my dad was a truck driver he, he drove for gordon trucking the big bright turquoise trucks yep and uh but they got bought off by heartland and my mom worked for the city of renton as the purchasing officer like she'd buy dump trucks she'd buy Police cars, fire engines, uh, anything for the city that they needed, she would be the purchasing officer for that. So it's like, I didn't, I didn't grow up in a giant house. I didn't drive fancy cars. I, I grew up on a farm with three and a half acres with goats, chickens, cows, horses. I had a dirt bike. I, I went hunting. I went fishing. We went camping. We went to the ocean. I mean, a lot, a lot of people can go to the ocean because if they live in the middle of right. nowhere, yeah. we, I, I got to embrace a lot of my upbringing with the outdoors. And I, I, I love my parents for that, for implementing the outdoors in me at such a young age and my grandparents too. It wasn't until I was about 14, 15 years old or 16 about, um, that I really dove into country because I used to, I use rock, Slipknot, uh, Metallica, Ultra Bridge. Uh, I loved all that shit, Atreyu, all that stuff. Yeah. And it was my grandfather on my dad's side that really pushed the Merle Haggard, the Johnny Cash, the Roy Orbison, the Ray Charles. Like I was, I loved all that stuff. And like Elton John and in, my parents really were the backbone of me doing music because I mean, I did, I did a lot of things. I worked for the city as well during the summer. Um, I, I did, uh, I was a sales associate for Under Armour. I, I built cabinets at a cabinet factory. I did commercial painting. I did roofing. Like I'm, I'm a Jack of all trades, master of none, but the master of my own reality is music. So I, I, I was always driven to just play guitar and write songs for people that relate to it just as badly as I do. Like I've, I've heard the song, Oh man, I got my, I got my, my pickup truck and my girl and my shorts and a beer can in her hand. It's like, dude, we've heard it 18,000 times. Can you come up with something different? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like talk about the real life shit, like right. real stuff. Yeah. You know, it it always makes me laugh when you when you know these big these big time artists like the Luke Bryans, the Luke Combs, the Kenny. And they all write the same song with the same guys in the same room every fucking week. Right. And it's, and it's all, it's always about, you know, that working nine to five kind of thing. And it's like, bitch, we know you ain't working nine to five, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And uh, there's a song that Adam hood put out. It's called I'll sing about mine. And Josh Abbott did a cover of it as well, but there's a line in it that goes, um, uh, I'm not saying it, but um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of the. Um, well, I'm not saying their life ain't hard. I love to hear about it sometime. But let them sing about their own life, and I'll sing about mine. So it's like they they're talking about man. They've seen. They're talking about places they've never seen. Right. Right. And it's like we've we've been to the rural county. Like I've played in Ardmore, Oklahoma. Do you know what's in Ardmore, Oklahoma? Nothing. Pretty much. Yeah. There's trees, farmland, a bar, a bank, <laughs> like a golden corral. <laughs> That's awesome. But it's like in it's flyover states, man. People really yeah. don't know about it unless they've been there. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and like I've I've played in Katy, Texas at a place called Moe's Place. Holy shit, does Moe's know how to get down? Nice. And like me being from Maple Valley, Washington, man, I'm just I'm I'm tickled pink that I'm able to play in venues that want to take a chance on me, that want to hear my music and experience the Dakota Portman show that it is. Yeah. And the first time walking into Moe's Place in Katy, Texas. You get greeted by the world's greatest staff, and they say, welcome home. Oh, that's awesome. And, man, that is so good to hear when you're just a kid starting out, when they're like, man, thank you for being here. Thank you for gracing the stage, and God damn it, welcome home. Right. And I'm like, wow. man, I wish people up in Seattle were just like that, man. Yeah. Just get your nose out of the blue screen for – an extended amount of time. Talk to your neighbor. Love one another. Who gives a shit what side of the spectrum they're on? Who gives a, shy, a shit what side of politics they're on? Treat them how you want to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. And my mom instilled in me the line from Thumper. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah, yeah. And you I know, think a lot more people need to understand that. Right. And, you know, we it's so it's so decisive divisive right where yes you know you you can't even be you can't even be in the middle about anything you know you Mm -hmm. have you have to you have to wave one flag or the other you cannot it's you can't you can't agree with both sides no no you can't you can't and it's disgusting yep you know i was in politics for fucking 15 years and you know i got out of it you know, probably seven or eight years ago when my wife was like, why? And I was like, cause it's just, it's gross. It's gross. Mm-hmm. It's gross. You can't do anything. You can't do what's right. You have to do what's either, you know, the agenda, the agenda. You have to do whatever You're on that side. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like you have pick a team, pick a team. You can't like everybody. You can't like it all. You can't have, you know, you can't have surf and turf. You have to have yeah. one or the other. Yep. And, and it's, I just, I couldn't take and, it anymore. And I'm I'm the same way, man. It's just like, man, 
there's so much fighting on both sides. Oh, pop country sucks. Oh, real country sucks. It's like, how about y'all just stop bitching? Y'all make your own music. Y'all stay in your lane and we'll just call it fine. Right. Right. Like what you like and shut the fuck up. Exactly. And like, like I'm, I don't want to touch back on it because it's it's already been like kicked like a dead horse 18,000 times. (laughs) The whole Morgan Wallen thing. Yeah. Like he got caught saying what he said online. He was in his own world with his own people and he got caught, whatever. Yep. I mean, me, I've been drunk. So I've been blacked out drunk to where the point I can't stand up, but I have never, ever said that. Right. Right. And when people take that and they just want to burst the flames, like not to point fingers, but Marin Morris, she needs to just uh, stick with singing and yeah. leave her politics out of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that's the stuff that like, why are you bashing somebody who's in the same realm of genre as you right yes he might not have made the the smartest like decision but have you always made the smartest decisions right right because you can't you can't bash somebody for making one mistake and it being caught and then it being blasted i get it the world works in crazy ways but if we all i mean even like the whole black community took him aside and was like hey man we're gonna teach you What's right? What's wrong? That's what needs to happen. Not the, oh, he should be canceled. It's like, hey, fix, fix what's wrong. Come back to it. Discuss why it was wrong and move yep. on. Yeah. I, I could be a better person anymore. because of it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, there's a lot of artists out there that, you know, when you see them on stage or whatever, they'll, you know, they'll get on their soapbox and it's like, Dude, I don't care if I agree with you or not, but like, shut up and sing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like just I came here to pay. I paid to see you sing me a song. Like I didn't. Yeah. I, you know, we we know we know how you feel. You know, yep. again on either side of the the aisle, right? Yep. It's, it's like the reason I'm here is because I know where you stand. Right. Right. And and I I don't need you to tell me that. Right. Right. I just need you to sing me a song about how tractors are sexy. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, I don't need you to tell me who to vote for. I will make that decision on my own. Yep. Just, you know, just tell me that, you know, whatever. Just yeah. sing me. Just a- tell me I look pretty and that you came to sing me a song. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. I love it. Yeah, dude. Just, oh. it's, it's so, it's so weird how, like, I mean, even back then when Garth Brooks finally came out, like onto the scene, everybody didn't like him because he was pop. And it's so funny because Waylon Jennings despised Garth Brooks. It was hilarious. Yeah. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures and whatnot all come from the dirt road scholar supply company a big thank you to those guys out there drsupplyco.com check them out canadian company great stuff check them out okay now let's get back to jim and the boots and whiskey podcast but it's it's the same thing i mean it's it's the way the world works you gotta you gotta put out there what people think is good and I'm just going to continue down the path of playing what I think is right in my heart and what I want to hear. And if people want to hear it as well, then so be it. Perfect. And that's really is. 
It really, really is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's, you know, like kind of like circling it back and bring it all together. Like you, you are the most, you probably are one of the top five most authentic people I've ever talked to on this show. And well, I appreciate that. Yeah. And like, you can just tell, and I love it. You know, it's awesome. I really, really have enjoyed this a lot. I, I love talking to people about my journey, man. Cause it's just like, I've, I've had it. I've, I've had a journey, man. And I'm, I'm not giving up until right. I stand in the circle at the Opry, man. I'm yeah. Hell yeah. Up. That's, you know that's one of my dream goals is to stand in the circle. You know, and it, if, if, and when that day comes, we will be in the front, front fucking row. That's for sure. Ah, I'll get you vaccines past. That's, that's it. That's all I care about. <laughs> you know, we have a, we have a lot of things coming up with us, um, which I don't want to talk about out loud quite yet, but um, I'll text you about them and, and uh, run some things by you and see what, see if you can give me some uh, pointers and some advice on some things. Cause I think, I think um, a lot of, I think of a lot of what I'm trying to do, I think you could help out with a lot. And I, I, Dude, I would love to, because, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, man. And I and I tell my guys this, and I tell venues this. Anybody that works with me, as long as you have my back, I have yours, and I will fight to the bloody fucking end for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the way it should be. That's the way it should be. Yep. Um, so, you know, I know, you know, I, I can't thank you really enough for being on the show and all that. And Well, I'm honored, and I'm grateful for you inviting me on to the Boots and Whiskey podcast. Man. Oh. Anytime, I, I, I love Joe Rogan's podcast. I listen to him a lot. I lo- and I love listening to Jordan Peterson. But I love listening to, to good music podcasts. And yours is up there in my top three, bud. Well, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Because, you know, you uh, you just mentioned one of my idols. And what I try to emulate the show after is Rogan. And, you know, it's it's true. Like, ro- actually, Rogan and I think the Justin Moore podcast are the only two podcasts. Oh, yeah. That Justin I Moore, for sure, dude. I love the way I love his podcast. He is no F's given. Nope. Just like me. And yep. he talks he, and he talks the truth. And, yeah. and so does Joe Rogan. He's like, you got to you got to have scientific fact behind it or else it's bullshit. Right. Right. You know, we uh, we actually had Jr. the handler on the show. Um. And it's like my top, my, my absolute favorite episode we've ever done because it was like raw. It was authentic. There was no, you know, there was no bullshit behind it. You know, he told, he told his story. He told Justin's story, kind of, sort of. And it was just, it was awesome to see and hear about somebody in the industry, you know, really with a, a named artist that was like in the same boat. It's like, yeah, we just got to work hard and, and do our thing. And it's awesome. Yep, and even it's it's funny because listening to Justin's podcast and stuff, even he talked about how they wanted me to do this, they wanted me to do that, or I can't say this, I can't say that. And he's like, "Man, screw you! I'm gonna do myself." Yeah, and, and you know, I, I'm gonna start my own podcast because I want to say whatever I want. Exactly. You know, we we actually know a bunch of um, we actually know a bunch of people and at Justin's label and stuff, and you know, they're it's all the same. They're all the same kind of people, you know, and it yeah works. And, I watched that one, the one clip where he like was on his podcast and then found out that one of his songs got pulled. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm going to dive into this shit. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's whacked. It's so fucking bananas, but, um, I would, I would love to actually get on the phone with Justin and maybe just pick his brain or even do a song right with him because I feel like we're both from the same world. Like the outdoor, hardworking country boy world, and we probably have the same mentality of working hard. Just, I mean, above anybody else, because nobody else is going to grind for us. No, 
no, yeah, yeah. You, you know, I would love, to, oh, God, I would love to talk to Justin Moore on on this show for a lot of reasons. It would, right. you know, but um, but yeah. So, Dakota, thank you again. You know, I, I could honestly talk to you fucking for the rest of the day about all <laughs> kinds of shit. I could, dude. I man, I could talk to you all day as long. I mean, all day long too. But it's like, what what couldn't we talk about? Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So. You know, with that being said, we'll have to pick up and do another episode, you know, next year sometime so that we can, oh, yeah. we I'd can love touch, to, man. touch base and see what, it, you know, we can, we can talk about your Afri debut, you know, it'll be cool. I would love to, I would um, love to talk about that. So, so I told you we don't have uh, questions planned ahead except for two. Um, if you wear boots, what are they? And if you drink whiskey, what is the whiskey of choice? Well, that's easy. The whiskey is Jameson. The, the whiskey is Jameson. Yeah. That's my go-to. I mean, it's smooth. It's Irish, just like me, and it's bold, just like me. Um, uh, in boots, oh man, <laughs> fuck! I got twenty pairs of boots. Oh man, um, I do love a good pair of Ariots. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, Ariot, uh, Tony Llamas, Lou Casey's. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna lean towards more of the Ariot because it's just they're a hardworking boot. They last. And they they can uh, they can put up with a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. Those are what I, those are what my boots are. I have one pair of the Ariats, and they're they're God, they're, they're like they're like a tennis shoe, man. Yeah, they're like three years old now, and it's almost like you know they came out of the box yesterday. And I and I wear them quite a bit. I know that probably sounded like I don't wear them, but they. <laughs> I wear them all the time. You could ask my wife. I'm. I mean, there's probably on a a, a handful of times I wear tennis shoes. Every time else, it's boots. Every yeah. time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, and I really look forward to, you know, calling you a friend and and being a being a friend in this whole this whole journey with you. You know, we're always here for you, 100. percent Anything you need, uh, any kind of help you need along the way, please feel free to reach out and, and let us, let us know. Well, brother, I appreciate you more than, you know, and like, like you said, we are a family now. We're, we're, we're friends, we're confidants and uh, we're just here to, to promote each other and to build each other's brand um, and just make each other a lot of money. That's all. I mean, what, what's the saying? Let's uh, let our father, let our son's fathers have, what is it? hot mothers and, and rich fathers or something like that yeah yeah well you know i i i'm not going there i'm not touching that one <laughs> not touching it but uh all right dakota well thank you so much enjoy the rest of your day you know send my send my best to the to your wife and your your kid and um good luck with the with the new baby and the house and everything and we'll be in touch i'm sure well before uh jameson gets here oh yes sir all right, buddy. Well, cheers and have a have a great rest of your day, my friend. Appreciate you, Jim. Thank Thanks, you so buddy. much for having me on, man. Have any time. All right, buddy. All right, bye. Bye. Well, everyone, there you have it. Dakota Portman. What a great conversation. I, you know, I I say it all the time that you know, I don't typically listen back to episodes, but like last week, this one I I did. I I went back and I listened to it in its entirety um even when we edited it um and put in the breaks because it was just like last week's conversation where there was it was so fluid and so perfect that I didn't need to break anywhere um and it was it was a real honor to have Dakota on so 
thank you all so much for tuning in today. Um, you know, I, I can't, I really can't thank you enough. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your week and your weekend, and we'll see you back here for another episode next week. And until then, keep your boots on the ground and whiskey in the glass, guys. Cheers.